This is Getting to Know Your Bible, a program dedicated to the proclaiming of the good news of Jesus Christ. Here's Billy Lambert. It is a pleasure to be with you today on Getting to Know Your Bible, and we do appreciate those of you who are watching today, especially if you may be watching for the first time. Maybe you were just going through the channels on your television and you came across Getting to Know Your Bible. We hope that you'll stay tuned today. Today we're going to discuss this subject, Tis So Sweet to Trust in Jesus. I hope that you will stay tuned. Now on Getting to Know Your Bible, we offer a free Bible correspondence course. And may I emphasize, it is free. Thousands of people are studying this Bible course, learning more about the Word of God, and we have people telling us that this is the best thing they've ever done, to learn more about the Bible. The days in which we live, we need to know more about what God wants us to do, and so this is just one way of enhancing your knowledge of God's will. Now that you might know more about the course and that you might know how to receive it, let's pause for just a moment. To help you in your study of the Bible, we want to send you this Bible Correspondence Course. This course is non-denominational. It's based on the Bible. It's conducted by mail, and it's free. To receive this course, write to Getting to Know Your Bible, Post Office Box 314, Somerdale, Alabama, 36580, or call toll-free 1-877-711-5211. read now from Luke the fifth chapter and I'll start reading in verse 1. So it was as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God that he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two boats standing by the lake with the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. And then he got into one of the boats which was Simon's and asked him to put out a little from the land and he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. And when he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, Launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. But, but Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I'll let down the net. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their net was breaking. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both the boats so that they began to sink. When Simon saw it, he fell down at Jesus' feet, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man. For he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish which they had taken. So also were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, Do, do not be afraid. From now on you will catch men. So when they brought the boats to land, they forsook all, and they followed him. Jesus came to the lake of Gennesaret and Jesus began to speak and he borrowed a boat and he used that boat for a pulpit. And after he had finished speaking, he gave a command, he gave an order and the order was, verse 4, launch out into the deep. 
And Simon responded in verse 5 by saying, Well, we've been fishing all night and we didn't catch anything, but, but at your word, just because you tell us to do it, we're going to launch out. And when they did, well, they caught so many fish that it began to break their nets. You know, have you ever thought about uh, this, if you have re ever read this story before, that, that it took a lot of trust in Jesus for them to launch out into the deep. Tis so sweet to trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. It was the Apostle Paul who wrote about trusting in Jesus in Ephesians chapter 1. Listen to verse number 11. In Him also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to his, the purpose of Him who works all things according to the counsel of His will, that we who first trusted in Christ should be to the praise of His glory. In Him you also trusted, after that you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. Paul had trusted in Jesus Christ. Now in chapter 1 of Ephesians, Paul explained in verse 3 that spiritual blessings were in Jesus. This is the one in whom he said you first trusted, verse 12. And those blessings are to be found in Jesus. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. And among those blessings there is adoption, verse 5, having predestinated us, predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to Himself. Another of those blessings is redemption in verse 7, in whom we have redemption through His blood. Another of those uh, blessings, spiritual blessings, is, is uh, redemption, forgiveness, according to the riches of His grace, and that's in verse number 7. And another of those blessings is eternal life. And that is in verse number 11. Eternal inheritance. In whom we have obtained an inheritance. Why do we have all of those blessings? Well, we have those blessings because you first trusted in Jesus Christ. You first trusted in Jesus Christ. What does it mean to trust. Well, it, it, it means to act depending upon someone else. For example, in Proverbs 3 and 5, Trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. So to trust means to depend upon someone else. It also means to take someone at their word. Jesus said, launch out into the deep. And so then Simon said, Well, Lord, we fished all night. We didn't catch anything. But at your word, Lord, we'll do it. That's trust. Trust means to take someone at their word. Trust means to believe someone's promises. In 1 Kings 8.56, the Bible says, There hath not failed one word, of all of His great promise. You can trust in God because He keeps the promises that He makes. But, but our lesson today is called, "'Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus." And why is it so sweet to trust in Him? 
Well, if we trust in Jesus, we, we don't have any worries any longer. In Philippians 4 and 6, Paul said, Be careful for nothing, but, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. So we don't worry about anything, we pray about it. And we ought to be praying more about the things that concern us today. And if we pray and take those things to God in prayer, then we have the blessing of verse 7. And the peace of God that passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. It is sweet to trust in Jesus because then if I trust Him, I don't have to do it all alone. Paul in Philippians 4.13 said, I can do all things, but not alone, through Christ who strengtheneth me. The fact is, we cannot do it all by ourselves. We can't control the universe, but Jesus can. Why, He has all things have been put under His feet that are in heaven and that are in earth. In Colossians, the first chapter, Paul said, He's before all things, and by Him all things consist. He controls the universe. We can't trust our own righteousness, but in spite of that, Jesus can save us and can make us righteous. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 21, there the Bible says He made Him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we should be made the righteousness of God in Him. We, can't, we cannot raise the dead, but Jesus can raise the dead. He raised His friend Lazarus from the dead. And at the end of time, all men will be raised from the dead. You see, we ought to be able to trust in Jesus. Now, why should we trust Him? Can, can you think of any good reason that we should trust Jesus. Well, I think we should trust Him because He offered His life for our salvation. He, he laid down His life for us. You ought to be able to trust a person like that. John three fourteen says, As Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. Jesus died to save us from our sins. Listen to Paul, 2 Corinthians 5.15. And He died for all that those who live should live no longer for themselves, but for Him who died for them and rose again. Can you think of any reason we shouldn't trust Jesus? We should trust Him because He offered His life for our salvation. We should trust Him because de uh, God declared Him to be His beloved Son. Declared to be the Son of God with power. According to the Spirit of holiness, by the resurrection from the dead, Romans 1, 4. In Matthew 17 and 5, the, Bible, the Lord said at, at, at Jesus' transfiguration, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear ye Him. 
Of course we ought to be able to trust Jesus. And we should trust Jesus because He is now in control of all things. In Hebrews, the first chapter, in verses 1 through 3, we learn first of all how God spoke to people in times past. Then secondly, we learn how God speaks to man today. And then we learn something about the one through whom God speaks. Listen to the first three verses, Hebrews chapter 1. God who at various times and in various ways spoke in time past to the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken to us by His Son. You see, in these days, God speaks to us by His Son. Now let us continue. Whom He has appointed heir of all things, through whom also He made the worlds, who being the brightness of His glory, an express image of His person, and listen to this now, and upholding all things, by the word of His power, when he, had, when he had by Himself purged our sins, sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. We ought to be able to trust Jesus because He is the one upholding all things by the word of His power. He is in control. And we ought to be able to trust Jesus because of His authority. In Matthew 28 and verse 18, Jesus said, All authority hath been given unto me in heaven and on earth. Jesus has all authority. And why is it important for us to respect the authority of Jesus Christ? Well, in your Bible, you read in Acts the third chapter, verses 22 and 23. For Moses truly said to the fathers, the Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from your brethren. Listen to him now. Him shall you hear in all things whatsoever he says to you. And it shall be that every soul who will not hear that prophet shall be utterly destroyed from among the people. Now the prophet that he had reference to there is none other than the Lord Jesus Christ. So we ought to trust Jesus because Jesus Christ has all authority. And we ought to trust Jesus because without Jesus Christ, we're hopeless people. In John 15 and 5, Jesus said, Without me, you can do nothing. Fact is, without Christ, we have nothing. Without Christ, we can be nothing. Without Christ, there is no hope for the future. And then we ought to trust Jesus and we can trust Him because of His truthfulness. Because He keeps His word. 2 Peter 3, 9. The Lord is not slack concerning His promise. As some men count slackness, but that is long-suffering to us for not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Let me ask you, do you trust Him? Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus. Now when Jesus came to, in chapter 5 of Luke's Gospel, Jesus came to the lake of Gennesaret, and He stood in the boat and He preached, and then He came over to Simon, after He stopped speaking, and He said, launch out into the deep, 
And Simon said, Master, we've toiled all night, caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, at your word, I'll let down the net. And when they did, there was an unbelievable result. And the fact is, when we learn to trust Jesus Christ, there's going to be an unbelievable result. Lack of trust puts one in shallow water. Shallow faith hinders the work of the Lord even today. Jesus several times in the, in the Gospels used this expression, O ye of little faith. Shallow thoughts limit our vision. In John 4, 35, Jesus said, Lift up your eyes and look on the fields, for they are indeed white unto harvest. Little thoughts produce little results. And shallow profession gives way in time of stress in our lives. It is said of Demas in 2 Timothy 4, 10, that he hath forsaken me, having loved this present world. You see, sometimes if we are shallow in our faith and in our profession then it's going to give way when, when the tough times come. And shallow meditation will hinder your spiritual growth. We're to be people who meditate on the Word of God day and night. Psalms chapter 1, verses 1 and 2. Trusting in Jesus requires depth. It requires depth. Launch out into the deep. What we need today is deeper love for the Lord. Oh, we've heard this verse so many times, many of you can quote it. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all of thy heart, with all of thy soul, and with all of thy mind. We're to love God with every fiber of our being. Jesus in John 14 and verse 15 said, If you love me, keep my commandments. In 1 John, the fourth chapter, in verse 19, the Bible says we love Him. Why? Because He first loved us. Deeper love. Trusting Jesus requires deeper faith. Deeper faith. Faith is believing in the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things that are not seen. And our faith is the weapon that we use to defeat the enemy. And our enemy is Satan himself. In 1 John 5 and 4, the Bible says, This is the victory that, that overcomes the world, even your faith. And one of the greatest needs of modern man is a deeper faith in God Almighty. We need deeper courage to meet the forces of evil. The reason some of our, are overcome by the evil in the world is a lack of depth in their life. Trusting Jesus requires depth. Launch out into the, into the deep and have deeper courage. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life, 1 Timothy 6, 12. Endure hardness as a good soldier of Christ. 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 3. And then we need to have deeper devotion in prayer to God. We ought to be constant in prayer. Colossians 4, 2. Pray without ceasing. 1 Thessalonians 5 and 17. There are so many things for which we ought to be praying today. And prayer 
is the power that we use to tap the resources of heaven. And then we need to have deeper praise and reverence in worship to God. God is a spirit. And they that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. We need to be launching out into the deep today. Have this deeper praise, deeper reverence for God in worship. I, I know how some people feel about going to a worship service. They really dread going. And when they get there, they seem so bored. But perhaps they have forgotten the reason they are there. God is there. And we are there not to be entertained. We are there to worship God. God is the audience. We're the participants. And God is there because we've come to praise and to reverence His name. Such thoughts as that caused David to declare, I was glad when they said unto me, Come, let's go up unto the house of the Lord. I read a survey just recently that on the average Sunday morning, only 42% of the American people are in some place of worship somewhere. Now that's just religion across the board. 42%, that means 58% of the American people do, do not think that any kind of worship, whether it's right or whether it's wrong, but they just don't believe that anything like that is worthy of their time. We need to trust Jesus Christ. And when we do, we will have deeper praise and deeper reference, reference in worship. We need a deeper love and we need to have a deeper passion for people. We ought to see every individual as a, an eternity-bound soul. In Romans 10 and 1, the Paul said, My heart's desire and my prayer to God for Israel is that, that they might be saved. People in our world need to be saved. People all over the world need to be saved. People in Africa and Asia and the Mideast, in North America and South America, Central America, in the West Indies, Australia, all over the world people need to be saved. And we need to be compassionate and passionate about the souls of men. It is said of those early Christians in Acts 5, 42, that they were daily in the temple and they were in every house teaching and preaching Jesus Christ. That's how much they trusted Jesus. And when they were scattered by a persecution, rather than their throwing up their hands and, and, and moaning and being depressed and down and out, they just went everywhere preaching the Word. Isn't that wonderful? The reason Jesus came into this world was because we needed Him. It was because of His love and passion 
for your soul and for mine. In Luke 19 and 10, the Bible says that He came to seek and He came to save that which was lost. Have you stopped lately and thought about your soul? And have you ever thought about your soul as it relates to the future? We, we need to have a deeper spirituality also in our daily living. How, how do we live every day? Listen to what Paul said in Galatians 2.20. I, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ that liveth in me. And the life which I now live, I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave Himself for me. Every day, seven days a week, we ought to be living for Jesus. In Luke 9, 23, Jesus said, If any man will come after me, let him take up his cross daily, daily, every day, and follow me. We need that deeper spirituality in our daily living. And may I suggest we need deeper knowledge. Jesus said, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. We need to have a deeper knowledge of the will of God. Oh, yes, indeed. It is so sweet to trust in Jesus and just to take Him at His Word. Would you trust Him today enough as a believer in Him to be willing to lay your sins aside? That is to repent of them. Would you be willing to confess that you believe in Jesus? Do you trust Him that much? And do you trust Him enough that you would allow some servant of God to baptize you in water for the remission of your sins. Because the Bible says, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins. Acts 2.38 Do you trust Jesus that much? I want to, to encourage you to launch out into the deep. We're going to be astonished at the results when we trust Jesus Christ enough to take Him at His word, to get out of the shallow water we're wading in in this life, to launch out into the deep. I want to take the time right now to give you a personal invitation to visit the Church of Christ in your community. If you're not certain of its location, you write to us or call us, and we'll get that information to you. I want to thank you for watching today. And until we meet again, may the Lord bless you and keep you is my prayer. Getting to Know Your Bible has been presented by Churches of Christ. If you have a question about the church, or if you would like the location of a Church of Christ near you, or to receive the free Bible course, write to 
Getting to Know Your Bible, Post Office Box 314, Somerdale, Alabama 36580, or call 1-877-711-5214. Join us next time for Getting to Know Your Bible.